Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Seeking Sustainable Travel in Japan. These are destinations which may not be perfect. There is no perfect destination as far as I've seen or heard about, but these destinations have something which is inspiring or innovative and worth talking about when we are talking about sustainability and finding better options which have less damage on the environment and support local communities as well as being appealing to visitors and creating necessary income. So thanks for joining and hope you enjoy this visit to Setoda Island in Hiroshima. Hi everyone, how you doing today? JJ Walsh here in Hiroshima City in Japan and this is episode 3 of sustainable travel destinations in Japan. And this week we are focused on Setoda. Setoda is in Japan, of course, in my area of Hiroshima. One of my favorite things about living in Hiroshima is so many wonderful islands to explore. And Setoda is on Ikuchi Island, which is well connected by um, ferry boats. And apparently, it used to be, even traditionally in Japan, long time, um, as a port town, uh, even boats from Hokkaido or Osaka would come. But now you can get uh, ferry boats from Onomichi quite easily and Mihara. So if you go by train to Onomichi or Mihara, and then you can get a ferry boat. And recently in the news, uh, Japan's first hydrogen ferry is apparently in the Onomichi area in Hiroshima. So maybe you can even do zero emissions travel sometime to Setoda, to this area by ferry. You can also drive there. You can also cycle there. So. Setoda is along the Shimanami Kaido, which is the famous cycling route across bridges from Hiroshima to Shikoku Island. And uh, it is right there. So if you love cycling, it's also a very good choice, place to stop over. So I'm gonna talk about a lot of the things that I like about this destination how it is uh, doing a great job for creating destination appeal in many ways. It could be a great example for other areas of Japan or other areas of the world who are looking to create more destination appeal for travelers. And I think by creating sustainable destination appeal where you have a balance for quality of life for locals and a great visitor experience, you are also attracting new residents to your destination, to your area, which is very important, not only for travel, but of course, for a lot of these rural areas, which are losing their population. Um, so at the moment, there's about 9,000 people who live in the Setoda area. So they're not doing badly. And there's a, a lot of new businesses in the last few years. 
I've been going to uh, Satoda with Monitor Trips as a consultant um, for over 10 years. I was looking back through my Twitter feed and my uh, social media and I have monitor tours that I was doing there to, in 2010, over 10 years ago. So the area has really changed and I feel like recently there is more momentum in a positive direction. Uh, in the poster behind me, you can see that they have these giant spectacles. This is one of the features of the Satoda area. They have uh, modern art outside and there's other areas of Japan, for example, Naoshima, which is in Kagawa prefecture, our next prefecture, and it's famous for its modern art islands. So you can see a lot of modern art in their island area as a point of appeal. I think when you combine art uh, that's worth looking at in nature that is definitely one point of appeal a lot of people love to go and visit and see another thing is traditional culture and nature in combination another thing is architecture or design and nature so because this Satoda area is part of the Shimanami cycling route it is well connected by bridges and you can see architectural design of the bridges in nature behind me in the picture. And that bridge, that beautiful yellow bridge, is one of the icons of this main Satoda port area town. Then also uh, in the picture next to me is a statue. So this is like a statue of a, a Jizo with the, the hat and bib, usually the statue of the traveler in Japan that you often see. But um, this is a very special statue just past the bridge and it looks like a mermaid. And uh, you can see the water washing in and it blesses people coming in and out of the port area as a place of commerce but also a place to welcome visitors so when you see uh, traditional or cultural connections to japan showing heritage or history in nature that is also another point of appeal that i always uh, recommend to places one of the points you want to hit to attract visitors hi sarah nice to see you um, we are talking about the Satoda area in Hiroshima, not far from Onomichi. And uh, this area is famous for cycling. So also in the picture, you can see a bicycle. And then in the frame behind, you can see lots of lemons. So Satoda area is the number one producer of lemons in Japan. So that's another point of appeal for a lot of destinations is do you have anything you can claim is the number one or is the top ranking of something or is um, the first so were you the first to do something are you the best at doing something these are always things that destinations around japan will want to put in their pr for sure all right uh let's have a look so we've looked at the map we know how well connected it is 
So if you're visiting the Satoda area as well, uh, if you're staying there, now of course, if you wanna do more sustainable travel, you're gonna wanna stay in one place for two nights to get a real feel for the area. And this Satoda area, if you're based here, it's easy to get here by ferry. You can do train and ferry. And then once you're here in this island, you can cycle around the island. You can cycle around nearby islands. Everything is connected by bridges. Um, you can also do some great walking. Even around the port area, there's a town you can explore by walking. There's a museum. There is um, a temple and shrine place. There's so many places to explore. And one of the things I love about coming here is I see something new every time. So there's more and more to explore um, every time you visit. Hi, Ori. Nice to see you here. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Sarah. Great to see you guys. All right, let's get to some of the pictures. So I wanted to share with you from one of my first trips. This is my Flickr page from one of my first trips even 10 years ago. So it's famous for lemons and citrus fruits. So you can see a lot of uh, local gelato. So citrus uh, ice cream, which is sold in local areas. I visited around Children's Day. So you can see the flying carp around um if we look down a little bit now we are going into kosanji which is one of the famous temples and definitely a big tourist attraction for the area now kosanji is a really interesting temple it's a interesting combination of many famous temples um <laughs> into one area and so it's really fun to explore it's very diverse in what you can see here oh hey peter thanks for the award appreciate that Ori, what a coincidence will be my next trip in september cycling around there wonderful uh i'm sure you'll enjoy this area Ori. great to have you here Okay, so uh, Kosanji Temple is definitely one of the big tourist attractions in the town. And uh, you can see lots of interesting statues, uh, temple structures, uh, beautiful, I love the roof decorations, and uh, statues with nature. See, when you have traditional culture plus nature, this is another point of appeal, always beautiful sites all times of year whenever you visit and also quite mysterious and unusual you will find out in a second so i take lots of pictures with culture and nature i love flowers i love leaves here's the momiji leaf the maple leaf from this area a uh, beautiful japanese gardens this is all at Kosanji Temple. Uh, little pond area. It's a big uh, facility, so there's a lot to explore. They get a lot of visitors here, um, but there's definitely areas that you can walk on a different path and you're away from the crowds. I love this kind of destination. All right, so under the main structure, 
there is kind of a mysterious tunnel that you can go down and uh, you can see uh, statues and <laughs> interesting. I don't know the history uh, and I would definitely love to go down here with a guide. There must be so many interesting stories from this cave tunnel area. But it's really interesting to explore. Of course, if you're there on a hot day, it's a lot cooler as you go underground. Really interesting. So you have a lot of these traditional cultural things um, to explore and see. And then you'll see when you go up, there's something else. So this is all underground. Isn't that interesting? And back up, all these great colors, interesting statues. Now we're going up to the Hill of Hope. Now this is really interesting. This was made all from imported Italian marble. And it's a really interesting place to walk around. Beautiful views of the surrounding islands and the Seto Uchi uh, area, the Seto Naikai Sea. But it's, it's just amazing, isn't it? To see all this Italian marble on the top of the hill and great views and uh, interesting places to take photos. They have a little cafe up here. Um, you have to pay an entrance fee to get into Kosanji Temple, but it's, it's definitely worth it. Such an interesting place. Wow, yeah. It's, uh, if you haven't visited, it's one of the more famous um, places to visit in this town. Um, they also, it's famous for uh, artists Ikuo Hirayama, who was from uh, this area, he actually is a Hiroshima A-bomb survivor. So he ended up working for the, the UN and becoming an ambassador, talking about peace. But he was also a very famous artist and they have his museum here, which was his hometown. So you have an art museum you can see here. Now, one of the um, most interesting recent things, which you'll be interested to see, is um, that there has been some new investment in the area. So when I first visited uh, 10 years ago and we were doing kind of a, a consulting trip and they were asking, what do you think are the points of appeal? Well, of course, all the wonderful shrines and temples, the local citrus fruit, um, which you can have gelato and lots of local foods, seafood, the cycling. But recently there is also uh, new investments in uh, hotels that are creating really amazing new appeal for the area. The most um, famous recent place, let me see if I can show you here. So originally, this is the building for Azumi Setoda, and it's a restored and renovated 140-year-old 
regal house. So a local uh, high level family was living here. And you can see how run down the building was. And they invested a lot of time, effort and money in remodeling and restoring this building to make it into a high quality, beautiful, uh, traditional ryokan, but done in a very modern, stylish, comfortable way. They used an architect named Shiro Miura, and he was using a style called sukiya, which is a style of architecture I was reading on their beautiful website, which I'm showing here. Um, a beautiful style of architecture, which takes into account um, the materials used for building as if the materials are living. So use of wood and stone and soil and grass in a living reflective way for the surrounding environment. I love that idea of using the materials and the style of the building to create this gorgeous combination of retaining the traditional value and the heritage of the building. Uh, let me switch to a different. There was a wonderful um, review of this Azumi Setoda Hotel with gorgeous pictures. I haven't had the pleasure of staying there myself, but you can see a lot of beautiful pictures from uh, review websites. So it's wonderful to have this combination of very high quality accommodation. And there's also um, very budget accommodation as well in guest houses and uh, ryokans and minshikus around the area. But this one has just been redone not too long ago and it's just beautiful. Let me show you a little bit. So they've retained as much as they could of the traditional heritage of the structure of this 140 year old building and they've remodeled in such a beautiful way to retain the traditional cultural style. But when they add modern features or modern parts of the design, they're doing it in a very focused way on blending into the environment, um, complementing the surrounding nature, keeping the heritage and tradition of the area. So this is not just a modern, block hotel coming in and taking over an empty lot. This is a very thoughtful design of how we can create a business which adds so much heritage and culture and tradition appeal to the area. So I really respect what they've done. It's an absolutely beautiful um, facility which they've created. So Dispatch here has done a beautiful job um, showing the buildings and talking about um, the hotel design. Um, this is the, the front gate and the front structure. You can see the traditional wooden lattice style. You can see the traditional 
uh, roof tiles, all the intricate design on every roof tile. But they've added some modern features. So use of wood and stone and glass and natural materials to create a very interesting, beautiful balance between uh, sunlight and uh, nature as well. You can see here the high beams in this room, the original wooden beams. Um, these John Stolenmeyer, uh, carpenter in Okayama told me these kind of curved beams are very unusual to find in modern houses because most of the wood for sale now in Japan is all the standard size. So seeing beams which are the original curved shape of the tree is a really nice feature. And I love that they have exposed those beautiful wooden beams as well. You've got these big glass windows so you can take in the beautiful Japanese gardens which they've created. So use of natural light as well. Uh, Sarah says, our friend in Tadanomi bought a hundred-year-old confectionery store and renovated it into a lovely guest house if you're ever in Tadanomi. Yeah, great! I am going to uh, introduce a lot of these off-the-beaten-track rural destination areas in Hiroshima because this is my area of Japan and there's so much here worth uh, introducing to you guys. So I'm so glad that you've joined me and you're interested in this. Oh my gosh, yes, I would love to sit here too. And I think that is, that's a beautiful part of the design, right? It's part of the travel ethos of finding a place to refresh and recharge. If you go uh, to a busy place, maybe it's really famous, maybe it's really high quality, but if it's busy, can you really have that recharge, refresh, relax feeling that you're seeking out when you travel? For me, I want to be somewhere quiet and beautiful, traditional with friendly people, but not around crowds. So definitely finding these destinations, which are off the beaten track, like in this area of Japan, around the Hiroshima Islands, definitely you can escape the crowds and find these great places to visit and stay. All right, let's keep going down. So here's the view from the chairs and the dining area. Those high beams and glass again. So very simple white plaster walls with the dark wooden beams. When they have lighting, they've done it in a really stylish modern way, but it doesn't take away from the traditional design. It enhances the traditional design. It adds to it. So, you know, you need to hire good architects. You need to think about the design on all levels uh, when you're doing this kind of um, structure. It's so beautiful. And if they're using modern furniture, um, they're choosing a wooden furniture, furniture and, uh, you know, well-designed things that, that, again, don't distract from the comfortable, natural view of the place. 
So this is on designanthology.com if anybody's looking for um, these photos again. They did a beautiful introduction of this hotel. Now, one of the um, things which I love, of course, in terms of talking about sustainability and sustainable travel is that they are also thinking about what do local people have a need for? Uh, what is lacking for quality of life for local people? And so part of the facility is they have built uh, Cento, a public bathhouse. And it's not cheap. Um, it's so more of the hotel here, the dining area. Oh, one of the, before I get to the bathhouse, sorry. Uh, one of the things that I also love reading about this hotel is these dishes on the table. Oh, it looks like it's a bit difficult to see, sorry. But the dishes on the table are the original dishes from this house. So they have retained not only the traditional structure of the building, but they have also kept a lot of the dishes. So when you eat here, you're eating from plates that they would have been using and eating from 140 years ago when people were living and using this house. So what a beautiful point of, of connection to history and heritage as well, as well as it's useful. Uh, you can still use it. It's well taken care of. You can reuse these beautiful plates. Um, but that connection back to history and heritage is also a fantastic uh, point of appeal for this place. All right, now uh, I think later they've got so many beautiful, uh, they talk about the private bathrooms as well. It's just a gorgeous facility. It's not cheap, but it's not crazy expensive either about uh, 50,000 yen a night or $500 a night. And let me see, are you able to see these pictures? Yeah. So this is the private bathroom in the, the guest rooms. Really spacious, again, beautiful use of light, natural light. A lot of um, the wraparound of the privacy of this wooden gate, they have these private uh, Japanese gardens. And this uh, part actually is the public uh, bathhouse facility, which they have uh, also created at the same time as the hotel. This is the Yubune Sento bathhouse and it's open to the public. It's about a thousand yen, uh, about $10 to enter. And it's an absolutely gorgeous uh, public bathhouse. And this bathhouse facility also has a little bit cheaper, more standard uh, type of room um, that you can stay in the bathhouse facility as well. Let me see if we can see inside the bath. I had the chance to go in the bath. You're not allowed to take pictures, otherwise I would show my own. Um, but you can see the same designer here, a lot of big windows to allow for natural lighting where they do have uh, lights. They're using modern style, but very uh, sensitive to fitting into traditional design or natural design. 
This is inside the sauna. And I was really interested when I was sat in the sauna, I was in the small version. This is the big version of the bathhouse. And I was really interested in the walls, the brick in the walls, and how they come in and they come out. So it's a very subtle design, even in the sauna. It's absolutely beautiful. And then inside the sento, they're using like a traditional type of, uh, bathhouse public bathhouse in japan and you can see some sentos which are still around in japan um even in tokyo or osaka kyoto sometimes you can still find these sentos the beautiful tile design behind the bath uh, because this area is famous for citrus you can often find citrus fruits floating in one of the baths so you can uh, choose different kinds of baths some of them are a little bit hotter and then some have citrus in some are cold for after the sauna and the sauna was really impressive to me as well so it's showing both sides of the sento bath one is used for the men and one for the women and then often they're changed every day so that if you go one day to the women's side the next day you can go to the other side and see both of the beautiful sides. Oh, the picture is a bit glitchy, too bad. Now this is on the smaller side, they have this beautiful little garden where you can sit out in the natural air and it is covered. Um, you can have water there. They have a little refill station where you can refill your own um, paper cup I believe at the time when I was there but you could take your own bottle and refill as well and even though it was a small sauna they have this beautiful little garden where you can sit out yeah it is mosaic tile inside the sento good question Tacy. that's right I'm sorry the pictures sometimes don't come in clearly so here you can see another example of the, the building architecture design, the aesthetic. So the traditional and the modern with natural materials, very subtle colors. So it doesn't take away from the beautiful natural views around that area. Yeah, isn't that great? The blue, the blue sky and this uh, noren, in front of the the main doors is beautiful as well here's another view along the street so when i first came to this uh setoda area 10 years ago i was i was asked what what can we do to create more appeal and one of the problems even now is along the street there's a lot of shops which have shut so it's very typical of a lot of rural areas where they've lost population and you have a lot of shuttered um, shops and that gives you the impression as someone who would like to maybe move there or someone visiting there that it's on the way down it's a ghost town so when they built this big facility um, and used all the wood and the traditional design it just immediately brought a new life to this area to this shopping area um, that was lacking so it's a, a big in, new investment in the area which is 
pulling up um, a lot of other businesses who are going to keep them there now that you have this new facility and uh, attracting new business people to start their own businesses now that there is more reason for people to visit there. So there's a great balance. When you bring in a new big investment like this, there's a lot of momentum to bring more visitors and new residents into the area. So it's really nice to see. Uh, let's see. Okay, they don't have their other facility. There is another facility um, right next to the hotel. Related um, facility is called Soil and it is run by the same company or definitely affiliated in some way to the Azumi Satoda company. And it is also trying to do something very innovative um, in a different way on the main street right in front of the port. So where you take your ferry from Onomichi or from Mihara, you get off in this Shiomachi port. So the port used to be famous for salt, salt making, this whole town was. And so they used to have a lot of boats coming and doing trade in salt as well as other local products. And this soil Setoda, they have re-renovated and restored uh, uh, Kind of modern guest house facility with a cafe coffee shop on the bottom and then next to it they have renovated and restored uh kuda so an old storage house which they're using as an information center and also uh offering workshops i didn't have a chance to go in the activity center yet um but this is also another great um, facility which has just opened recently and it's bringing a lot of new interest to the area so it says uh, number one for citrus around the area you can see the port of Shiomachi here so the the salt town port and this is the salt storehouse uh, Kuda which they have renovated here they have a coffee shop and one of this is a, a great website by the way soilis.co and they have an english version very good english version of their website too and uh, they talk about uh, using local products like local citrus local seafood local fish but also when they source their coffee and uh, vegetables, they're looking for regenerative practices. So they're looking beyond organic uh, to farming practices for their produce that they source or coffee that they source, which is fair, but also organic, naturally grown without pesticides and regenerative, which is kind of a new keyword in sustainable travel conversations. So actually improving the environment, not just not damaging or not wasting, but improving, enhancing the environment and the quality. So it's so nice to see them using the word regenerative in how they source 
their vegetables and uh, fruit and fish and seafood from the area. So they're looking to source from local growers or local farmers or local fisher people who are thinking beyond uh, sustainability, thinking beyond waste. So I would love to know more about how they're doing that. But the facility itself, uh, let me see if I can show. So the facility itself, they're at the moment because of coronavirus, they're trying to appeal to people on workcations or tele telecommuting, work working from the facility. Um, prices are very reasonable, about $100 a night for a private room and a little bit cheaper for the dorm style rooms. Um, they have good Wi-Fi. They have a coffee shop um, on the bottom floor, a cafe. I'm not paid by uh, any of these businesses, by the way. I would love to be, so I hope they will hire me to help with some of their PR. But it looks like they have uh, very good websites and good English, so they're already investing in their communications as well to get international appeal as well as domestic travel appeal. So very smart uh, business model. And I love that they have um, this great modern facility, very similar to the, the high-end hotel right next to them, but a little bit more uh, cheaper budget, maybe younger clientele that they're looking to appeal to. And right next to this place as well, is a more traditional uh, ryokan, uh, traditional Japanese inn, and also has great reviews. Uh, I haven't had the pleasure of staying there myself, um, but hopefully someday. Now, another uh, point of appeal for this area called Sunset Beach, not far away, it's quite a big uh, beach area. They've got some of the modern art out there now this is many years ago and there was a bit of trash on the beach but on a recent visit um, the facility is now being regularly cleaned and i went there intending to do a cleanup and there was nothing to pick up the local staff are out there cleaning the beach maybe because it's beach season right now but there was nothing to clean up there was a uh, like a eatery uh, pop-up on the beach where they were selling uh, simple foods, uh, noodles and meats, grilled meats and beers. And then they have a coffee shop. They have a rental bicycle place. They have clean showers and toilets. Um, they have free parking. And also at this uh, Sunset Beach Satoda area, they have a big outdoor area. Um, so there's a big outdoor stage. These are the big spectacles on the beach. So this beach is famous for watching the sunset and the sunset will go down at the mountains just beyond. And if you catch the sunset at the perfect point, then you can actually see the sun rays coming through these spectacles. And that's the idea behind this modern art. I really like that. And just opposite uh, the beach area, 
Um, but just to the left of this is a big open grassy space and they have a, like an open air stage. And years ago, we went here for Festa de Rama. So it's a really big music festival. Of course, during coronavirus, they haven't had this event. But to have an event space right next to the beach, there's so much potential here for having a bigger event where everybody can enjoy the beach, but also enjoy music or other outdoor event activities. And this is really near the port. Um, it's only about a 20 minute walk, short cycle, five minute drive, like really, really close. And the nice thing about uh, being in the Setota area, besides it has a really charming little town that you can walk through, um, there's some other shops that I, I couldn't find my photos of. Um, there is a, a couple little uh, bar cafes which have a focus on cyclists. So there's the Via Cafe and he serves a great big mug of coffee and he has his own beautiful jerseys and uh, another cafe uh, bar which is also very bicycle friendly along that main street just up from the port. And then down the street here, you have this sunset beach area, great swimming, nice clean beach, good facilities. And then if you keep going down along the cycle route, you'll keep seeing these modern art pieces in the water or along the coast. Um, there's another sightseeing boat ferry area just next to this sunset beach. And if you keep cycling down, not far away is the Ikuchi Jima, uh, the Ikuchi Island Bridge. And uh, that's a beautiful bridge to cycle across. So the point of appeal uh, definitely for this Setota area is the investment of new entrepreneurs, new businesses coming in, as well as traditional things to see, lots of shrines, temples, museums as well. Um, you've got the urban, uh, beautiful modern bridges with the natural landscape, the sea, the mountains, the island, um, nature in combination with culture, nature in combination with modern art. So there's a, so many points of appeal here, lots to explore. Uh, good access, easy to get there in a way. Um, no major eyesores is also on my top reasons I love this place. So what they have put in, in terms of new facilities has been done in a very unobtrusive way. So you don't have any big eyesores as you're going around this area, which is also very appealing for visitors or new residents. They already have travelers going by. So um, because of the Shimanami Kaido cycle route, they are already have a lot of people going by. And as they're cycling by, maybe they didn't plan on staying, but because they have new facilities, they have open coffee shops and eateries, then people who cycle by, they might come back and uh, stay next time, right? So always having something open, not looking like a ghost town, definitely a point of appeal as well. Thanks so much for joining guys. It's been great talking to you about travel, something I'm very passionate about. 
and uh, I'm so glad to see this this innovation of traditional and modern done in a very appealing way that I'm so glad to introduce it to you. So if you need any insights and tips for your journey to the Hiroshima area, definitely uh, write a comment or get in touch and I'd be happy to help. Take care everyone. Have a great day.